0: Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell, And I'm Amelia Wedmeyer, And today we are checking in with our greatest
1: foes. So <laughs> yes. get ready. Um, we're doing <laughs> 2020 Halloween costume ideas. Not because anyone's going out for Halloween, but it's for Instagram. The um, most
2: important thing anyway. True.
1: That is true. And then we're also doing some cringe mode twitches with a special guest.
2: Can't wait. This
1: is
0: going to be a great episode, but before we get into the show, let's take a quick break.
3: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
4: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got
0: Like Amelia said, Tea Time is checking in with our greatest foes. Sometimes we lose, this week we've pretty much won across <laughs> the board. Um and we have to celebrate that at times. So Kate, do you want to start with what, you know, your enemies are up to this week?
2: I will. This is a this segment is just a victory lap for Tea Time. This is us checking in on grudges we've held sometimes for years, sometimes mm-hmm. for months, uh mm-hmm. but they're all paying off in our favor. First up, Chris Pratt I would say long-time listeners know that we have problems with Chris Pratt, but literally last week we were talking about (laughs) short-term listeners know, too. Everyone knows. And I'm not here to talk about why we don't like Chris Pratt, because again, the whole point of this category is that we've been saying it for years. So like, I'm not (laughs) going to catch you up on the problems we have. However, Chris Pratt is back in the news because everyone else has caught up with Tea Time on the anti-Pratt stance. This week there's been a ton of controversy for various reasons. I think it kicked off because he didn't he had he's like skipped some Marvel Democratic fundraisers. People were pissed about it. People started making memes being like, "Oh, like this is Chris Pratt at home hoping no one notices that he's not <laughs> at this fundraiser for Kamala Harris." Uh, and then Amy Berg on Twitter tweeted out one has to go with a picture of all the Chris's which again is something that we've been doing for literally years on the internet at large we've done Chris podcasts we've done Chris writing like I don't know why this particular moment the Chris debate really reached a boiling point but it did
0: you alone uh, have contributed to this Chris conversation right. I'm so tired of talking about it. career yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay rude a little bit but it's
2: fine <laughs> um, yeah so for some reason this is when and I think it's the political stance of it all i think it's the, the reasoning was that everyone was like we don't like chris pratt because of his political leanings but katherine schwarzenegger came to his defense in the comments mm-hmm. of like an e-news instagram post about the chris wards and then all of his marvel buddies started tweeting as well and it's almost like one of those pr blasts went out where it was like we need you to tweet about how chris pratt is a great guy i'm just gonna rattle off some people that tweeted about how great he is and how apolitical he is even though he's a great guy Zoe Saldana Mark Ruffalo Robert Downey Jr. James Gunn Josh Gad Jim O'Hare randomly oh Parks and Rec I was like he's not Marvel <laughs> <laughs> um, but all these people were like I love Chris Pratt he's a great guy and I'm just like, where was this energy? A lot of the internet feels like, where was this energy when Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson and Zendaya and Zoe Saldana were being absolutely destroyed online in racist and misogynistic ways over mm-hmm. the years? It's like, where <laughs> was mm-hmm. the PR blast then? So basically, like, I'm just glad everyone's caught up on anti-Prat. And I'm also want to thank whoever had Chris Evans phone in their possession at this time because he did not tweet. And yeah, that was shocking to me. <laughs> so yep. thank you for whoever took his phone away from him. And yeah, uh, welcome to the anti-prat party. Uh, the water's warm.
0: Correct. Mm. Um, another enemy of Tea Times, uh, just as like a rule, is Quibi. <laughs> and uh, they have been defeated as well. And I want to make clear we're not celebrating like the loss of jobs or anything like that. This is a really shitty situation. However, we don't like the Quibby content which is like the only thing that like is our real enemy and then Anna Kendrick by default. But anyway, yes, Quibi also, is shutting just down. Just real
2: quick, Quibi also hired a bunch of creators and then locked all of their content behind a paywall mm. and also stole from people and had lawsuits for stealing from people. So like we support the individual creators, but we would like their content to be more widely available to the people who
0: deserve to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So they announced on Wednesday that they are shutting down after almost six months after going (coughs) live. And to remind you guys— Quibi raised 1.75 billion dollars in funding ahead of its launch in April and then just couldn't deliver on subscribers. And also to remind you guys, the two like the two brain trusts of Quibi is the former Dreamworks Animation CEO Jeffrey Katzenberg and then former eBay CEO Meg Whitman. So like everyone just thought that this could never fail and it did. They've been doing a lot of press, they're basically blaming it on the pandemic, nobody's traveling, no one needs like quick bite content, um, on a plane and a long car ride, whatever. Cause no one's going anywhere. However, the content and we've all, I mean, the <laughs> tea time hosts have seen a lot of it was just a disappointment. And, and this is hopefully truly the last time we will talk about Quibi. I
2: really, really hope so. Um, <laughs> I know you had some things to say about Anna Kendrick, uh, and the way that this all went down today. I
0: did. So <laughs> the icing on the cake was that I read, and this sounds fake, so I'm just gonna like heavily quote <laughs> Business Insider where I got this information from. Is that it says Quibi's founder reportedly told staffers to listen to a song from the movie Trolls as he announced they would be losing their jobs, which is just about the worst thing I've ever heard. And the song in question was "Get Back Up Again," performed by Anna Kendrick, of course, um, on the 2016 <laughs> soundtrack for Trolls. And this is a giant fu. I would, and I've listened to the song. I- asked my two co-hosts to listen as well. Guys, thoughts?
2: It's worse than you could have expected. I, I'm hoping we can insert it into this podcast at some point because it's hard to describe uh, the how much I would not want to hear this playing over the speaker's Uh, as I was being told that this like absolute win-win huge business venture that I invested my time and talent in was going under. It's awful.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean, it's like I don't know about you, but when I get laid off, I don't want to be listening to a chipper Anna Kendrick song, especially one that's not that's like, have you ever seen the movie Enchanted with Amy Adams? Mm -hmm. Uh It's like it's kind of like (laughs) all the songs in that movie make fun of like, really chipper, stupid Disney songs. And yes. this song is kind of the song that they would be making fun of. And it's just absolutely. Like, I don't want to get laid off and listen to this fake woman sing a song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. have
0: some respect. Don't play a fucking song. Right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, R.I.P. Quibby. like we hardly knew ye. So that's yeah. true. We Die knew ye too, <laughs> too well, honestly.
2: I could have known ye a
5: little less. <laughs> a little less. <laughs> oh, sad. All right, Amelia. Um,
1: Just, you know, out of all the Kardashians, and I'm sure, you know, to so some of you listening, you probably hate all of them. But uh, one in particular that I believe doesn't give get enough hate. Yeah, I'm going to use that term. Um, is Kendall Jenner. She has no talent. She seems like a total brat. If you watch some of the show, she truly does seem like a brat. She has no personality. And yet she gets everything. And she thinks she's a model. when it's like, you know, you've been handed that. Position, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm not, you know what? This is not my time to complain about her because <laughs> Corey Gamble, who is dating Kris Jenner. So, back on an episode, like I think like last week's episode, Kylie and Kendall got into this huge fight and then they were in a car. And I guess Kendall and Corey got into a fight and he was like, This is not a fight involving me. I don't want to be part of this at all which I totally understand and I respect and Kendall was like you're in the fight Corey you're 100% in the fight you said fuck you to my face you can't even say I'm sorry that's yeah and then Corey shot back with you've been a rude person for years you're an asshole when you feel like it you get riled up for no reason I'm about to tell you the truth about how you are you don't apologize for nothing yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of amazing, and I'm. She said some stuff back, but doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, because she got her ass handed to her by her mother's boyfriend. So yes. uh, honestly,
0: props to Corey. You know what, Amelia? This is also not the first time one of those daughters has had their ass handed to them by Corey Gamble. <laughs> Khloe Kardashian has famously beefed with him a lot in the past. So is Kourtney. I feel like everyone kind of goes through it. And Corey Gamble just li- like lays into it and like takes no prisoners. I think this Chris is the powerhouse. And I feel like True. he has this fearlessness <laughs> because True. he knows he can't be defeated. Anyway, yeah, just amazing. Corey amazing Gamble, stuff. the hero we didn't know we needed. But, <laughs> exactly. You know, he's
2: here. So this week it's Corey Gamble and Tea Time 3 and Tea Time's <laughs> yes. foes 0.
0: Yeah, okay. T exactly. times falls one because the one we're ending with, I could not find a damn thing about <laughs> um Paul Red. You guys, obviously, I hate him, but mm. I actually have hated him way less in the last like year and a half, two years. Mm. Like this original opinion of mine is like Kind of old at this point. However, (laughs) tried to dig up anything I could about Paul Redd. The man is doing kind of amazing work. Like, he's doing a lot of (laughs) grassroots fundraising um, for Biden and Harris. He's like one of the only fucking big Marvel people that kept his mouth shut supporting Chris Pratt. Thank God. Like, Mm. no one needed another person adding to that. He's been doing a lot of campaigning for this upcoming election. Like, I tried Googling, like, Paul Rudd News, Paul Rudd anything, <laughs> and the only article that's come out in the last, like, week, besides this campaign stuff, is that he revealed his favorite Rush song, and that was, like, a oh. whole article. So, anyway, Wild. he's fine for now. He's, like, kind of—I'm yeah. I'm growing to like Wow. Him. This wow. is a historic, a historic day. But I have to—it is
2: hard <laughs> to commit to the bit about, like, hating this man when there are actually, like, so many things to hate, yeah. you know? Right. It's like— And there's so— okay. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I might have to throw out like my five-page paper I wrote at The Ringer about how much I hate Paul Rudd. We'll see. (laughs) Okay, let's move into the next category. This is Tea Time's 2020 Halloween costume ideas for the gram. Don't go anywhere, guys. We're still in a pandemic, uh, but just Mm -hmm. have some fun at your house. Right. Right. How about you start?
2: The whole point of Halloween these days is to take pictures of yourself and put them online. So like, you don't have to go anywhere anyway. Just sit at home, get dressed up, do a photo shoot, eat some candy, watch a scary movie, and that's it. So yeah. here are some timely, timely costume ideas for you this year. First up, TikTok girl. Now, you may be thinking, that's just a young girl. I don't look hmm. like a young girl. Or I do look like a young girl. How do I make it clear that I'm a TikTok girl? Here are the things you need to do. First of all, you need to, take, you need to pick three items of clothing that were popular in 2000. Uh, whether it's giant New Balance sneakers, giant jeans, maybe like a t-shirt under a dress. Mm-hmm. Then you need to part your hair down the middle, pull out two really skinny, ugly, stringy bangs, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and take some pictures like on your knees in front of a mirror. Uh, maybe do some some yeah. fascinating makeup choices that don't make sense. And then you need to pretend like you've invented all of these looks because that's the defining factor on wow, TikTok. They spicy. think that they invented New Balance sneakers and they didn't. And uh, flare leggings Let us not forget <laughs> Leggings yes yeah. So yeah If you're feeling crazy Do a couple bad dance moves uh, And Ooh. that's Your your Halloween costume sorted also, great ex- A great excuse
1: To buy some new clothes
2: True. true. Or if you're at your parents' house, like me, just raid their closet. There you go. genuinely what the girls on TikTok look like to me right now. Um, Costume idea number two. Everyone seems to have forgotten about the murder hornets this year, but, Mm. you know, a lot of people go as bees on Halloween and Mm. you could take your bee costume, grab a knife from the kitchen, and you're a murder hornet. Uh, It just seems
0: like actually not a bad idea to be completely honest
2: i love like the very time specific halloween ideas where like it will not make sense in two years when you look Mm -hmm. back but it's funny now and then my final uh suggestion is you could go for halloween as celebs on a walk uh and the the (laughs) spectrum the spectrum ranges between sean mendez and camilla cabello look super grungy wear a minion shirt bring your mugs don't brush your hair
0: yeah yeah
2: don't smile. Just walk very slowly down the street. Take some pictures. Or, of yep. course, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, where you're overstyled, mm. You're smiling directly into the camera lens. Uh, <laughs> you have your masks. You have your dogs. You're taking selfies together. Uh, you have your Dunkin' so, yeah. Donuts. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts is a must if you you're going to be Ben Affleck. If, if you're Ben
1: Affleck, you can grab a... Si- I'm not saying to smoke, but like maybe <laughs> just for the photo. Right. Yeah. A mask, and then you're also smoking. <laughs> right, where you pull it up
2: and do that right. picture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really good.
0: Um, Another idea that I feel like you could do as a Mm group—we need one of those—is the Euphoria cast because, correct me if I'm wrong, but we haven't had a Halloween yet. I can't even remember with the passing of time. (laughs) Basically, I think Euphoria— costumes will be really big this year again just because mm-hmm. it's such a rich text um mm-hmm. and i've seen a lot of it on tiktok like girls with um experiment you with that makeup they also have like a halloween episode a prom episode oh. they have like a lot of iconic looks that you can grab from so if you are going to be with like a small very small group of people yeah. maybe your covid your covid cluster costume <laughs> yeah, make your parents exactly. dress up with glitter on their face there That's you go yeah. And then you know this is for the bold. We're trying to cover like the spectrum. If you wanted to channel your inner sexy, sexy person, you could be <laughs> Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion from the WAP music video. Mm. I mean that those are freaking cool costumes. You got to be good at doing hair because they have this amazing updo. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like it's also an iconic, recognizable look. That's yes, for the bold. true. That's Not like the
2: celeb 2020 time capsule costume for yes. sure.
0: Yeah. Yes. Also, this is for the men. Or the women, whoever throw on a chain and call yourself Paul Mescal from normal, <laughs> normal people. There you um, go. Because that was also this year really big, and that's also a very easy costume.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> yes. some short shorts if you're feeling crazy, really committed. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah. then lastly, this is more of just like a plea to the people uh, before I hand it off to Amelia. Please don't be Tiger King or Carol Baskin or anything like that. I feel like as a, a society we're past it, and I would. <laughs> And I feel like at the time everyone just randomly dressed up as Tiger King anyway like mm. in quarantine I just feel like we can move on don't want to give those people a lot more so let's yep. move on from them.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, election costumes are going to be a no for me mm. as well. Amelia has some thoughts on this, but it's just too close, too real. Halloween's supposed to be escapist and I don't want to mm-hmm. think about the election on Halloween.
1: Totally. I will say this. And, you know, I feel like to varying degrees, these things are tone deaf, but then you can also make a case for them. There is a website, which I'm sure, you know, in Halloween's past, you've probably come across it. It's called Yandy you are not getting paid for this. But Yandy is notorious for their sexy costumes. And this year they have a sexy hand sanitizer costume. Hell yeah. Oh
0: my God. (laughs) I just looked up Yandy on my work computer and I kind of regret it now (laughs) based on what that was. But yeah, this is a classic. It's a classic
1: one. It's literally just a leotard and a clear apron that says hand sanitizer oh my god i'm
0: just opening it up oh
1: god
2: it's a lot this had so many great timely options on yandy so many just like damn yandy's uh, expensive (laughs) this is 78
0: dollars to look like a sexy
1: hand sanitizer i know so you'll have to reuse the costume probably they also yandy also has i voted pasties which are actually only Six dollars, not even. Oh so my there god, you go, Liz, that's a
0: bargain. <laughs> I've got to stop clicking on these links. Is There's this like an ad for Yandy? What am I? <laughs> this is like we're giving them a lot of air. Guys, time. they have a
2: sexy postal babe costume too. They do. They do. If you want to be a postal servant and mail in ballots, oh my god, yeah. you guys! So,
0: the post office. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go to my Yandy. god, if I gotta click out of this. Okay, do that. <laughs>
1: um, a couple other ideas are the "how it started versus how it's going" meme, which I'm sure you've all heard of. It's been going around. Um, you can repurpose some old, cuter photos of yourself in uh Halloween's past and just you know, with new photos of yourself looking sad lately. Um,
2: <laughs> that's and then smart, sh- you know, people, and- people will do that too, yeah. That's uh, a oh, good totally. call. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: um, and then many of us, you know, are at home in our childhood homes, so let's just see
0: some cute photos of you as children, right? Yeah, mm, for that. sure. We could post them on Tea Time. All of us currently are in our parents' homes at the moment. I feel like we have an arsenal of photos we can post. That's very true. We're going to hold you to that, Liz Kelly i want to see some of the triplets what you guys came up with when you guys oh my, were kids yes yeah, just like your no, joe bros no. one love that um
1: and yeah. then a couple other easy easy ones that you, you i know you have your clothes in your closet you could do max eric sitting on a beach crying with white Just a white t-shirt and pants thing like it's so <laughs> easy to do and just you being like <laughs> like a hand on your face like that's a that's an easy one
0: oh. um you know at what cost yeah. though at what uh, cost true true Kate, <laughs> <laughs> Kate made to swear last episode we were done talking about him and oh we- I'm
1: sorry I forgot about <laughs> that okay. I sorry okay last one last one um and then you can also go as regular depression just like gray sweatpants gray sweatshirt or seasonal depression which is like maybe tape on some leaves go outside pick up nice. some leaves you know so yeah very just relatable a selfie costumes.
2: of just depression Exactly. No, no frills attached.
0: I feel that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Trust me. I feel it. Let's
3: raise our spirits. Let's go to cringe mode. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
4: This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello. See website for details.
0: Okay, and for our next category, we're bringing in a very special guest. She's been on Tea Time before. She's a fact checker at The Ringer and just a lovely, lovely human. Hello, Jordan Liggins, and <laughs> welcome to Cringe Mode. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So excited yeah! to be here. <laughs> we are so excited to be talking about this movie with you. Do you want to A, tell the audience what this movie is, and B, give us like a brief synopsis um, because I know you love this movie. I do. So we are talking about twitches,
5: the one and only, <laughs> the classic, to give, you know, the Halloween fall vibes, which is basically a story about twin witches, hence twitches. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> that have that were separated at birth, that meet each other on their twenty first birthday. They have magical powers and there's
0: darkness and all a bunch of weird stuff going on. That's great. Well done. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Okay, let's dive right into it. Let's do some highlights of this movie because I think we all love it, but we will give some balanced feedback for sure. Let's start with the highlights. Amelia? Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I loved the fashion. It just brought back
1: so many memories. We've got the boho sequins, the bright pastels, which sounds like an oxymoron, but it's actually what it is. The fabrics, mm-hmm. the silk, the gauze, the tiered skirt. We've got a tweed blazer. It's just like it screams like wet seal and Delia's and it just <laughs> yes, I felt love great. It. To just this was like
2: it. my favorite kind of odds fashion. This came out in 2005 mm. and it's like the ones that we wanted to wear when we were younger but like yes. weren't old enough or cool enough yet. So they're yes. like what you had in your mind as like the cool girl outfits which looking back was ridiculous but this was great. Like it was everything I wanted to wear when I was 10 years old.
1: See, I was like old enough to wear it so I definitely had the tw- I'm like thinking after <laughs> this ugly ass tweed blazer that I had in like a bright like subdued yet bright again turquoise color from (laughs) Old Navy and there was like a little flower pin and
0: I'm just like oh my god this is like traumatic but also like yes
2: amazing is this
0: the height of Tia and Tamara Mari's power like is this the height of their like them together as actresses ooh it might be because this is coming off
5: of Sister Sister when they were in college and they were like older so this is like 17 again twitches twitches too
2: and so yeah i, yes. I agree
0: this is the yeah. their peak maybe
2: their is apex the mountain
0: to Yeah, steal a bill term this is like peak sister twin fighting like i don't know if you guys i know actually jordan do you have a i think we all have sisters don't we Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. No wonder we're so powerful.
0: (laughs) Truly. Okay, so then you guys can relate. Like, the fighting and then also, like, great chemistry between the two of them is just obviously so natural and organic. It actually, like, made me, like, kind of, like, send shivers down my spine when they're fighting. Because it feels like two sisters really fighting with each other. Mm. But then it makes the actual, like, emotional nice scenes that much better, too. Because obviously the two of them have more chemistry than, like, basically any other pair. Right.
2: Yeah. The bickering being like, we have to save the world. But like, actually, let's argue first was so realistic. It got (laughs) kind of real
0: for a second. I was like, oh, my God, these two are actually fighting with each other.
5: It also made it kind of hard. That was like, oh, you haven't known each other for 21 years. That's (laughs) true. (laughs) They're connected.
0: They're connected by
2: magic.
5: By by statement necklaces. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) We'll get to those. Another highlight for me was this is like in the beginning we were talking about this a little bit off mic but um, the beginning they're like kind of they like start to notice that like funny crazy things happen when they're together or like something mm-hmm. happens like they like are starting to feel their magical powers and there's this great scene in the beginning of the movie where they're walking down the street they're holding hands they like have just kind of met but they're like realizing <laughs> there's something bigger here and like all this kind of bad kooky shit starts happening to men <laughs> on the street and it's just mm-hmm. really really funny. Um, um, there's like paint that falls on a guy. There's like a guy that like comes into costume. It's like very harmless, nice pranking that I would do if I was just discovering my powers for the first right. time as well.
2: Let's put it in the outline as harmless male trolling, which I think is <laughs> what we all would Perfect. do if we had to like test out your powers. You'd be like, who do I not mind if I Who's screw with first on the street? Set of yes, right. yes. <laughs> right, exactly. What's another highlight? Like I said last week during Jennifer's body cringe mode. I think big action scenes should always happen in a party mm. setting. People should always, always be in costume, in fancy dresses. Um, <laughs> and the big sort of climactic action scene happens at a Halloween birthday party. Just mm. a duo that is unbeatable. <laughs> uh, and they come back. They save the world. They come back. And then they're like eating cake at a birthday party. And I'm like, every action scene should happen at parties because then when you win, you can just party and it's already True. there. That's,
0: That's how I perfect. feel. That is very true. Um, Jordan, what's some of your highlights? I have a couple. First, the house that Cameron, a.k.a. Tamara,
5: is in is the same house as Regina George from Mean Girls. Incredible. What? This is and amazing she, trivia. Right? This is amazing trivia. It is a, a fact. It was filmed in <laughs> Toronto, just like Mean Girls. She rolls up in a silver, um, you know, what is that called? When they don't have tops <laughs>
0: Convertible? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you
2: came in so strong. <laughs> I know,
5: silver convertible. She has a Porsche. Regina Joyce has a Lexus. But still,
0: they roll up, wow. and it's the same house. And I love that. That is a highlight. Damn, that's,
2: that's really crazy. good.
0: Because this was released in 2005. Um, mean Girls was 2004. So I guess they found like one fancy ass house. We're so like, let's just go with this for a couple years. This <laughs> is this is good for a while. <laughs> wow, that's crazy.
5: My other highlight is Allie and AJ mm. Rush was like the <laughs> song of the movie. And I totally forgot about the song. I forgot about Allie and AJ, let's be real. No one really <laughs> keeps them at front of mine. But when it started playing, I was like, oh my God, I loved this song. I realized I had the two disc. Album of Allie and oh. AJ that was like one disc was the videos and the other disc was the CD. <gasps> oh
0: Yes, I love, that. Yes, <laughs> oh, I love let's that. Bring that back. No, Please? I love that. <laughs> Last time you came on Tea Time, you were also talking about bad music, Jordan. <laughs> I know. You know, it's it's who I am at my core. It's a brand. <laughs> it's
5: <the> brand. <laughs> it, is. it is.
0: But I knew every word,
5: and it's still such a good song. Right. Yeah. I
2: like that you mentioned that it's a Disney Channel sisters crossover, which is also mm. true. You got to get that. The sister's power again. <laughs> this yes, is true. power.
5: Yes, cowbells switches, you know. <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> cowbells.
0: Um, okay, let's do some low lights. Um, I'm going to start and Kate actually countered my comment with, like, something quite fair, so I will give her credit. (laughs) But my comment was that the depiction of darkness, which is, like, the evil character in this movie that's chasing them around basically the whole Mm. time, is basically this giant cloud of, like, black smoke. And and so, Kate, you can counter immediately. Basically, my comment was that it kind of made me laugh. Like, it it didn't (laughs) look great. And then what did you have to say to that?
2: I said if a black smoke monster is good enough for Lost, it's good enough for Twitches. Wow. Uh, I think yeah, it's a classic, crazy. you know? Being chased by a giant smoke, dark black smoke monster is terrifying, no matter the scenario or how bad the CGI is. But yeah, it, it could have been better.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're right, because this is also Lost season one or whatever. It's 2005, too. So we're Similar all just timing, working yeah. with the same material here. Right. My only problem was when, like, the black darkness... Like turned into a hand, and then turned into a slug, and then turned into a like (laughs) a a door, and then turned. It it was like kind of this slug like thing, and Uh and I think lost like a little bit more smoky. I feel like it was too like tangible. Yeah, um, that's just my thought.
5: I wrote down (laughs) in my notes that it looked like they opened paint and just used like the spray paint. (laughs) Yes, (laughs)
0: like the black across the screen. Extremely low budget. I did like that they tried to make it a little bit more ominous. I think it had like a red highlight to it. For sure, yeah. Couldn't just be black. Right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Similarly, on the kind of low budget front, uh, Mm. we talked about when we did Cheetah Girls cringe mode how there were some adr issues with audio where like they'd record it later and so you know i think in cheetah girls our example was like dorinda was crossing the street and you could hear her you could hear her voice literally right next to the camera and Bye, see you later, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> and very similar issues in this at the very beginning like the only male character that's not the bad guy in the movie is like bringing the baby to wherever he's supposed to keep her safe and he goes, you'll be safe here his mouth is not moving at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe oh, cut God. away from his face if his mouth isn't moving <laughs> and saying really. the dialogue. Uh, it's really
5: like they gave up. Like, they didn't yeah. even try <laughs> no. on, on a lot of the scenes.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was not the only time that this happened, but that was the most egregious. I was like, guys, somebody had to watch this back and see that. <laughs> But yeah, that was tough. That wasn't great.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
5: Um, What's another low light, Jordan? Well, on that same note. So in the birthday scene, Tia actually had to be Tamara. They had to switch places, which I could tell them apart very clearly. So it was so obvious to me. But then they didn't even try to fake it. They just dubbed Tamara's voice in (laughs) for Tia. And you're like, they drew on a fake mole and I'm like, do you wow. think we're dumb? It was kind of insulting to, <laughs> to the viewer and young me,
0: especially, because it was so obvious. This is the most egregious thing I've ever heard. The fact that you it was a scheduling conflict, yes. and this was arguably the most pivotal and important scene in this entire GD movie. What could she have scheduled at that time <laughs> that took precedence? Well, I have I have some inside information.
5: It was a oh. lifetime movie, because, of course, those also... <laughs> film in Canada.
0: (laughs) It was probably down the street. We know about those tight turnarounds. I'm sure she was doing one day on, one day off. Damn. Oh
2: my God. Honestly, I didn't even realize they had like different schedules back then. I would have thought like anything Tia was doing, Tamara was doing too.
3: (laughs) Apparently not.
2: True. Damn. Wow.
1: Um, Okay, what's another low light? Okay, I'm sorry. Not to be totally just... Okay. Okay. I'll just you know I'll out with it. Okay. Why is Tamara always the dumb twin? She's always like in Sister Sister, she's like the dumb boy crazy twin, and I don't know. There's like a whole subplot where she like doesn't get into college or something, and and now again she's the boy crazy dumb twin, and and also that doesn't necessarily just because you're boy crazy doesn't mean you're dumb, or like just because you're into fashion doesn't mean you're dumb, and it's just like that's rude. Okay. Maybe she's smart. (laughs) (laughs) sorry
5: tough no that's so true yes and the fact that it has the same meet cute as sister sister literally in a store the same the the person that works at the store the sales associate gets them mixed up hands them the wrong thing like down (laughs) to the T and their characters like Tamara has more money Tia doesn't have any money like it's come on come on
0: they do do it well I will say I mean the meet cute was extremely cute um, to their credit. But yeah, I don't know why they pigeonholed them like, like that. You would think that they would want to like switch it up each other role. Like maybe yeah. I'll try being like the wealthy one. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, will, I will say this.
1: Also, They there were several times that they clearly like were looking at each other, even though I guess they weren't because they didn't realize that they were <sighs> twins. And I was mm. like, okay, there's a time when The one looked over at the other one and she was like, oh, a sale. And it was like, "Okay, you clearly saw your twin sister. She was right in your eye line. And then the other time was when they were both at the checkout, I think. And they I swear to God, they were looking at each other. And I was like, are you kidding me? You don't see
0: the mirror image in front of you? Yeah, whatever.
1: It's on the the edge of your
0: seat. They take it really well. Like, all the characters—I'll talk about this a little bit later—every piece of information that's, like, kind of mind-blowing, they're like, okay! And, like, that's it. They like, just roll with it. <laughs> I, I love that part in movies. That's, like, such a classic thing. Like, meanwhile, I would have heart attack on site if I saw anyone <laughs> who looked remotely like me. Um, okay, let's keep it moving. What has aged the best and the
2: worst? Kate, how about you go first? So this was made in 2005, but it's based on books that came out in 2001, Mm. And uh, I had to look that up because the whole like final conflict is obviously we talked about the darkness and this like, you know, these sort of amorphous black monsters that are sort of chasing them Mm. and they defeat it by thinking good, happy, light thoughts and using their like kind of happiness and love to chase away the darkness. Um, So basically I was like, this is just Dementors. This is just Harry Potter and the darkness is Dementors. And then I was like, did they rip off J.K. Rowling? But they didn't. I think J.K. Rowling ripped off Twitches. She saw Twitches, an iconic film, when she was in Scotland. And she was like, this is a great idea. (laughs) And clearly based uh, her most famous monsters off of the Disney Channel.
0: Yeah. I think the um, <laughs> the idea of the darkness, there's a lot of metaphors in the dialogue, too. They're like, you can sure. drive out the darkness if you blah, blah, blah. You know, we're all really being chased by darkness. And I felt like mm. the <laughs> the attempt to chase it away was um, honorable. And I think that's a pretty timeless plight. It's so true. That has that aged pretty true. well. Um, that's what's that's aged great. the worst for you, Kate?
2: Jordan mentioned this <laughs> earlier, but... Statement necklaces have not (laughs) aged particularly well. Uh, If you've seen this movie, if you've read the books, you know that the twins, uh, their real names are, are Artemis and Apollo. You know, mm-hmm. classic. And they I are, uh, when they're babies, they have these necklaces that they've been given, which imagine wearing the same necklace that you've been given as a baby for the next 21 years. Couldn't be me. That would be they're so like, green. They're like be, these, be. These, be. these giant pennants. One of them's a sun giant. and one of them's a moon. Like really big. <laughs> and uh, sharp. I'm sorry, those are sharp. Right? Imagine
0: sleeping and you roll over, puncture your heart. I mean, Christ.
2: Yeah. Really not child safe at all. No, uh, seriously. but yeah, just like th- no one would ever wear a statement necklace like this nowadays. I don't think Jordan, you're like very fashionable. <laughs> would you? Would you wear
5: one of these? No. See if, if <laughs> you guys can't see me, but I have just a simple gold chain. Yeah. On. Exactly. Statement necklaces wore a phase. I will admit, but mm-hmm. not anymore. No, no. they're yeah. back. Out. And the moms was a combination <laughs> of both of theirs. So it right. took up her whole chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a lot. I don't know. It's I feel lot. like a a modern day version would just be like a tattoo or something, totally. like something Ooh. really oh, nice, a birthmark, like a little moon right by their wrist or like Ooh, something like that. that. But yeah. But the statement they gotta go. They gotta no. go. Well, and they also look like they came from one of
1: those machines where you pay like twenty five <laughs> cents. Like they were not <laughs> no. very high class. high
5: quality. quality? Yeah. yeah. Seriously.
0: <laughs> what else? Why is age well, Jordan? I think something that aged
5: well was interior design. Mm. I really loved Cameron's room, the double closets. Um, as you guys know, I have a lot of clothes, a lot of, <laughs> of shoes. So I loved her layout of her room and the built-in shelves. I That's how you could also oh. tell I'm getting older. I was really looking at the <laughs> design elements of her room, <laughs> but I loved it.
2: That's another one where they really rolled with it is when they opened her closet and it was another world. And they were like, this isn't my closet. And then they just walked in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Totally they did just walk like in. Maybe Nothing not happened. my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she was creating the world. It, she like kind of expected it because she had written all right. it down, right? Like she had kind of seen it in like a different way. But yeah. yeah I Still, agree. I don't know. They're way too on board with every part of this movie. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, what else, Jordan? I love this one, Jordan. <laughs>
5: So I, again, when I, um, when we rewatched this, I did not remember what this movie was about at all. <laughs> and the evil uncle... Stepdad. I don't yes. really know what his role <laughs> yeah. is, but he was a bad guy, and his name was Thanos. Yes. <laughs> and I immediately thought of Thanos,
2: and so I feel like that aged really well. It's really on track with a, lot of, okay. a so lot of things. T- happening now, Twitches <laughs> invented Dementors and invented the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, yes. is yes. what I'm taking away from this.
0: Also, Jordan, you're right. Um, she is both the stepdad. And the uncle. he I looked that up on Wikipedia because I was like, that can't be right. And it was. So, very Hamlet. Good instinct. Um, and then lastly, Amelia. Oh, I'm take sorry. I was like, I'm not over the
1: Thantos. <laughs> <laughs> One letter. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Um, I just love that there's a very specific look to these Ots decoms. And this def, it has it. It's like that font that you see in the beginning. Yeah. You know, it's very plain. The music, the bad FX, (laughs) the non-HD filter on the camera, the ADR issues. It just brings back a lot of great memories for me. So I think that aged well, actually. It like aged bad, but it also aged well. I agree. It's very
0: nostalgic to watch these things. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's do MVPs. And there was a lot of options, to be honest. Here. So, and yes. we all came up with something different. Um, so, Kate, how about you start?
2: Somehow none of us picked the twins, but obviously it's the, the twins, uh, <laughs> right, the, right. the Maori sisters. However, if we're going to branch out from them, Uh, I went with the books because I had never seen this movie but I read the books when I was younger and you said twitches and I immediately flashed back to their covers uh, Mm. which were iconic because first of all they were just like really bad early aughts fashion it was like these two skinny white girls with really skinny eyebrows and then one of them was preppy (laughs) and one of them was like a super goth which I actually wish they had done in this movie I wish they made Alex really goth and emo Um, because on the books if you look them up like the covers she has like hot topic like dye spiky hair like really ugly really goth styling which they really leaned into so yeah I could have done with that for uh, Tia I believe was
0: was Alex Mm -hmm. I wanted to give a shout out to the mothers in this movie Mm -hmm. Um, they really are the heroes in this tale starting with the biological mother of the twins who like lives in this other other world first of all Kristen Wilson, most beautiful woman possibly ever. Honestly. To admit, yes, ever seriously. Gorgeous. Like, mesmerized by her. Also, her motherly instinct. She could feel that these twins <laughs> were alive and then mm. together. Yes. And then this evil uncle granted... Minus points for her not realizing that, like, he was evil and, like, they are together. However, she, like, really was, like, a great underlying, like, through line through this whole movie. It's very motherly. She starts mm-hmm. immediately crying the second she sees oh. her daughter after not seeing her for 21 years. Immediately recognizes her. It's, like, a very lot emotional. of good motherly mm-hmm. presence in this movie. Also, Cameron's mom… played by Karen Holness, also a great character. The dad is kind of like a a dummy, and like she's (laughs) just like a very great, stable presence in these girls' lives. I don't know. Just wanted to give a shout out to the moms. Mm. Uh, Honestly, the dad made me LOL. I kind of loved him (laughs) for the
1: comedic relief. I mean, he was an idiot, but uh, I also just want to shout out the fact that within the first 10 minutes of the film, he could have killed his family on three separate occasions while playing tennis. Did you notice (laughs) that? With the glass? Yeah. And then with the wayward balls.
0: And then when he freaking tripped over the net, I was like, oh my, this man. (laughs) He's a menace. Also, really quick, the fact that Cameron's mom just a, we realize that Cameron's been waking up since she was a child in the middle of the night screaming about the darkness and things are chasing right. her. And she's like, oh yeah, that reminds me of when you were a young girl and you used to scream and have night terrors. Like, she just handles her whole life so calmly. And then when she's like, yeah, mom, this whole other world exists. And she's like, okay. Like it just, is just kind of what it is. And I just really appreciated that. Yeah. Very even keeled woman. Mm. Also movie. fun fact, their
5: biological mom was only nine years older than them when they were filming this. No. She looked young. She, yeah, she didn't kind of look the same Dang. age. Yeah. She and Tamara were like 27, and she was like in her 30s. And she was like, yeah, oh I'll play a mom. Why not? Yeah. I love Black Dog Crack, but still. It was so, it was so <laughs> obvious. Definitely true. Hollywood. <laughs> and Jordan, too. who is your pick for MVP of Twitches? You know, it wasn't a person. It was a moment (laughs) for me. You know, it's at the climax. We're realizing that the evil uncle, stepfather, Santos Santos (laughs) is the darkness. And Mm. their reaction wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm angry. It's whatever, loser. (laughs) And I paused the movie. I said, what just happened? What just happened? What did I just witness? Any moment that does that, it has to be the MVP automatically. You're so it's right. true. I'm sorry. That's so good.
1: Some of these quotes, some of the quotes are so great. On that note, I do love the one of the people who were like looking after them, the woman, the superior one. I have one. thoughts on them, but okay. <laughs> she was like, so sweet. I wonder if we should have told them they're marked for death. And I went, because ah! it was funny. Sorry.
2: They really uh, really tried to be comedy relief, and I don't know who, if it worked. Oh, it
0: who were so those hard. two? I know we don't do this with every movie, but we got to do least valuable players, which are those two. Uh, their oh. names are Karsh <laughs> and you know, Warburton. Granted, oh. Liana or whatever her name is, Jennifer Robinson, who now has gone on to do Schitt's Creek and is like pretty famous. Oh. But in this movie, these two do absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> they are supposed to be the little side characters, but they're neither helpful or mm. educational. Or funny, in my opinion. So could have done without them. Could have just made the twins and their whole journey, just them two. Yeah. Also, they were, they pretty were a useless. couple,
5: which was really <laughs> random. Yes! and yes! I did not
0: remember that they fought
5: like brother and sister, and then they, yes! when he was about to die, she kissed him, and then I was like, "They're a couple." Then Tamara goes, "You're a couple." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, nobody like, knew this.
2: Right. Great. And he's like, <laughs> "We've been on and off for 21 years." Yeah. So that's tough. Just
0: zero chemistry (laughs) between the two. That was a weird moment. That took me out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do some lightning round. Who wants to take this? Who created the lightning round this week? I think it was a
2: a melange of uh, suggestions. I can do it if we like. All right, Kate, take it away. Because I think I have not that many answers here. So I'll ask the questions. Uh, Who is the elite Maori twin? If Mm. you have to pick one, pick a sister. Who would you pick? I'm going to
5: go with Tia only because... I just really like her and I have, Mm. she's the only twin I've met in real life and she's so (gasps) nice. Wait, wait, you just
1: buried the lead. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We're 20 minutes into this section, Jordan. (laughs) Seriously, wait. Okay, we need a breakdown of what she was, oh my God,
5: what? Okay, She was so nice. I interviewed her for a magazine article, and she it was just me and her one on one talking for like an hour. What? And she's Fabulous. just the sweetest. Then she bought oh me a cookie God. afterwards. What? Oh yeah. Oh Lizzie, my it's God. her. It's
2: she's her. so nice. It's her. She's yeah, wow. she's really yeah. nice. That's yeah. it. Apologies to the other one. But <laughs> yeah, I only geez. know Tia now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what would be the stylistic difference between you and your identical twin in a movie like this? Obviously, mm. whenever there's an identical twin, they have to be able to tell you apart. In this one, it's the hair. One of them has straight hair. The other one has curly hair. If you were in a movie and you had to play twins, what would be the the government-issued stylistic difference?
1: government-issued... Sorry. Amelia. Well, I I know you mentioned... In this stock, the glasses contacts thing—like one has glasses, one has contacts, or one has good eyesight and the other one has really crappy eyesight—I feel like that's that's an easy one. And not that I know this, but the Disney Channel has used this trope before in a little mm. show called *Live and Maddie*. And literally, one of them has glasses and talks like this, and the other one doesn't have glasses and talks like this. And it's the same girl, but like I'm—I was like, whoa, wow, they're so different. Anyway, okay, sorry. they really
0: pigeonhole these girls, like yeah, in I every know. set of twins. I think mine based on like my real life sister and me, it would be like one is like super preppy and then one just like wears like all black all the time. Um, And (laughs) I think the style would be very different because we look very much the same.
5: Jordan, what about you? I agree. I imagine my twin would also change her hair as much as I do. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the hair would work, but I think it would be style. Like I like color and Mm -hmm. I'm also really into sports and maybe
0: they're like Maybe they go like the goth route. That would probably oh, be that's the a good one. Like me. one's really sporty, athletic, and one's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Classic Disney trope.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> do you guys think Raven from That's So Raven would have been friends with the Twitches? A Disney Channel magic crossover.
0: I don't know why no one else answered this question. I kind <laughs> of no, went was my deep. my question. <laughs> yeah, you did a great job. No, you did a great job with this answer. I was like, yes. I kind of went in. Um, I thought about it a lot. And here was my thought process. I feel like Raven would be overwhelmed at the (laughs) scope of these visions. She saw high school antics. She saw a bad haircut. She saw her next meal. She did see (laughs) literal darkness hurling towards her at a thousand miles per hour. Like, I think she would freak the hell out and, like, not be able to handle it correctly plus sometimes like the whole comedy in That's So Raven was like she like interprets it wrong or like gets mm. it wrong this shit is life and death and if <laughs> Raven saw a vision that had to do with darkness and messed that up everybody's gone so I just feel like we should keep the world separate keep Raven at peace you know what I'm saying keep the yeah. twins there like <laughs> keep them separate
2: she's so, a small town superhero yes. she's like yes, yes. Yeah. she's out of her league out of <laughs> yes. her league in here totally uh, <laughs> speaking of their magical powers which power would you rather have mm art or, like, the site, the future, or writing, which was called knowing in this movie. I think we're all a little confused about this. (laughs) I wrote this
5: question, and then after I wrote it, I was like, actually, I'm not sure (laughs) what their powers (laughs) were. Exactly. Because it was like, they both knew what was happening, but then Tia or Alex had like, I know this is happening. (laughs) And I'm like, Mm. uh, is that the same thing? Is Uh, it different? And then Tamara also had like psychic powers because she knew that when the phone was ringing, but Alex didn't have that. So I I was really confused. That's why I wrote this (laughs) question.
0: Yeah, it was really unclear. Also, I wrote the power where they held hands and did bad things to men, but like that also never came back up again. There was no other like, like pranking. So they just could do it maybe that one time. I don't really know what that situation was. Yeah. Not specific. I think I would
2: rather be able to be psychic than be able to tell the future, if that's the question, but, but I don't know it? that it is. I'm so confused. <laughs> that, isn't that the <laughs> like same, the same like thing? Like immediate future? Yeah, like oh, being okay. like Liz, Liz is movie. thinking about hamburgers rather than being like, Amelia's going to have a hamburger for lunch. Oh. I don't know why Ooh. that was my example, but I think that's I would good. prefer that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. fair. Okay. I would
2: like that too. Who would you guys recast in a Twitch's remake? And would you do actual twins or would you do like a Lindsay Lohan camera trick? Same person playing both.
1: Amelia? Honestly, give us a remake starring Tia and Tamara's children. Because mm. they have kids now. It. And they could do like expand the universe with like cousins and Ooh. stuff. I don't Ooh, the know. The Twitch's Ooh. cinematic universe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we've
5: got <laughs> Thantos. Come on. Yeah.
2: Know. We're already there. That's a great idea.
5: Yeah, that's a I great would- pick. I think I would want um, like Chloe and Hallie, ooh. like, ooh. and it'd kind of oh. be like a musical type of oh. thing. That <gasps> would be fun. Oh my god! Even though they're That's not it. twins, but like you know, maybe yeah. they're sisters. Ooh. Maybe you know.
2: they're their children,
5: ooh, and that ooh. could be like a spinoff.
2: That's the tie-in. You're right, because yes. they don't have to be identical. They can just look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. You're right. I had Zendaya playing both roles, but you're right. That's what I want, too. I want Chloe and Hallie. Yeah. <laughs> that's the right answer.
0: Okay, we've wrapped up on Cringe Mode Twitches. Thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us. This was so much fun. Um, Come back anytime. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing in the future, but if you have any suggestions and feel strongly, like, just please, come Drop on. Drop in. Please. Yes, I would love to. anytime. This was so fun. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Okay, last category, T-Times unanswerable questions. Amelia, take it away. Thank you. Okay, I have a true, honest question
1: because I'm thinking about watching this show. Um, The Kardashians, like we mentioned at the top of this episode, yes, they're annoying, but I can't quit them. Uh, They are leaving the E! network, but E! knew this, and they were like, we're going to bring in some new kooky families. So they brought in the Bradshaw family. And by Bradshaw family, I mean Terry Bradshaw, who was, I think, an NFL player mm-hmm. a long ass time ago, like decades ago, but he was also on the Masked Singer um season one. So if you're Season that, One,
0: wow, got a wow. early. An OG. Yes. Thank you. He was also yes. in failure to launch. Pretty good actor. I'm not gonna. Oh, lie. okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Terry's doing stuff. He's doing this now. It's called Ease the Bradshaw Bunch, and it features him and his like daughters and his grandchildren. And one uh, scene of the episode, I think maybe that just aired or something. Um, he w- was dared to eat a live uh, night crawler. So uh, like a live worm that they use for fishing. And apparently he did it. And I was like, wow, I'm kind of hooked. Maybe I should watch this show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Amelia, I back you up on this. As I read Thank this question you. in the outline, I went to E's website to be like, what programming can I watch? And guess what? There's not a lot happening on E. So I feel like I should watch this with you. <laughs> okay. we, can, we can talk about it on tea time. Maybe we should actually like really lean into the Bradshaw button. <laughs> Let's I'm fine do with it. it. I'm down. I need I have a Kardashian-sized hole in my heart and I need it to be filled. Great. Can't wait, you guys. <laughs> Kate, Kate, just quit the poll already. You hate so much of the content. No, I don't. It's just, it's just
2: like fifty percent of it. Um, okay, Liz, you talked earlier about how your Paul Red take has not aged well. Uh, mm-hmm. You're never before heard anti Paul Red hottest take. However, Liz has a hottest take that was also lost to the sands of time uh, during the pandemic about how she thought space travel is just like it's just over and she said this before on Tea Time just like stop committing to space travel so my unanswerable question is for mostly Liz Kelly although the group at large can't answer NASA Tweeted out, sort of Mm. like gave a press release that they're gonna make a major announcement about the moon. And people are like, oh no. (laughs) What what else do we need from 2020? (laughs) Except for like the moon is falling.
0: Why is Uh, it so vague? I hate it.
2: (laughs) I know. And why is it hyped up in advance? People were like, just make the announcement (laughs) about the moon. Yeah. So really really ominous really ominous but as i was reading about this being like what could be happening to the moon Mm. uh, i saw that they are going to make another trip to the moon in 2024 and then they're going to expand uh and start doing more expeditions to mars so my question Mm. is first of all what do we think is happening to the moon (laughs) (laughs) second of all liz famously anti-space travel how do you feel about investments in more trips to the moon and more trips to mars
0: Oh, my God. I'm kind of mentally spiraling. What could be happening to the moon? I know. Here's, here's our options, right? The moon, hospitable, maybe. Oh. I think it's possible that it could
2: be like we found a single cell of the organism living on the moon. Yes, that could yeah. be true. Some, like one of I those things that they think is a big deal. And then normal people are like, OK, NASA.
0: I don't like them teasing this. It feels right. like when it yeah. comes— So space travel— And I, I put it quite eloquently in this hottest take that hopefully will be published one day in the future. Yes, space is extremely scary to me. And I feel like everyone, <laughs> if you're not scared of it, you really should be. if you think about it for more than 10 fucking seconds. So I don't feel good about traveling more into space. Mm. And also on the pod, I argued that we should be looking at our own freaking world. Earth and go straight into the ocean and explore right. the ocean because it's right. a little bit easier. Um, it's a more digestible concept, the ocean, true. than it is fucking space. So my answer to you, Kate, is that A, I think we could live on the moon. That will be what they announced. Or they found <laughs> a water droplet or they found a single little right. oxygen particle or whatever the hell. And then, no, I do not feel good about more space travel. I would—yeah, re- no, I'm staying here. It's just, no, I can't do it. You abandoned
2: your Paul Rudd take today, so we have to stay strong to your principles about space travel.
0: And I do. Amelia, what do you think's happening with the moon? I'm actually very curious about your thoughts. Well, (laughs) see, I feel like, like you
1: were saying, like you guys were saying, I think if there it was really actually something like we discovered life on the moon, they would have just come out with it, you know, it wouldn't mm. be, have been like a planned thing. And do you remember True. when they had Robert Downey? They're like, Robert Downey Jr. is announcing something. And it just turned out to be like, we named a spacecraft after the Rolling mm. Stones. And I was just like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me?
2: I waited yeah. for this. I feel like it's it's gonna, just gonna It be- has to be something boring. I want yeah. it to be something boring. We deserve boring in 2020. We do deserve we do. boring. We need that boring. No more surprises. As no. Well.
0: no more surprises 2020. Yeah. <laughs> guys, tweet us what you think about um, the moon and space travel <laughs> and what you think this announcement will be because that's we are a pop culture podcast sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jordan, for joining us on this episode. Thank you, Kaya, for editing, producing, and just handling us in general. I'm Liz Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kate Alwell, and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.
4: This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere.